Welcome to Universal Man, where we help you unleash your apex potential. My name is Mark Quepit, and today I want to help you run a test. And this test is designed to help you figure out whether you have deep victimhood. Okay, and deep victimhood is a little bit different than the surface level victimhood that most guys know they want to avoid. The problem is this stuff's a bit deeper and more subtle, and it can still cause major problems. So we're going to figure out whether you have any of this deep victimhood, and if you do, what to do about it. All right. The idea of victimhood versus ownership is a concept that I think has really gained a lot of traction in the mainstream self-development narrative. And I think this is really, really good. Uh, if you've missed this conversation, the idea is that victimhood is when you're focusing on things you cannot control and you're giving all your power away to it. So for example, it's like, ah, it's it's my parents' fault that I'm not successful or oh, I can't do it because the economy or you know, it's it's women's fault that, you know, I'm not able to find relationships or it's my boss's fault. He's just unfair to me. That's why I can't get a promotion. Basically, it's it's giving all of your power away to some external force and then blaming that for your lack of satisfaction and progress in life. And I'm not saying that no one is ever technically a victim. Yeah, bad stuff can happen to you uh, 100%. And it can be really, really bad and really unfair. And I'm not saying we don't address that. But what you have to do if you want to be successful is you have to focus on what you can control, right? And that's what ownership is. Ownership is accepting reality as it is, and then focusing on the pieces of reality that you have control over and trying to move as much in that space to maximize your potential, right? So instead of worrying about, all oh, your boss being unfair, being like, okay, well, what can I do even if I have an unfair boss? Maybe I need to get a, a different job. Maybe I need to become so good that the upper management, you know, they see me despite my boss keeping me down or whatever. You know, it's, it's focusing on what you can do to become stronger, succeed, Etc. Right. And I think the majority of guys today, they got this. They know that they don't want to be showing up as a victim. Okay. And I, this is huge. This is big. Like if you harbor overt victim energy, then you're stuck. You know, you're already, you're already pretty sunk. Okay. And so you got to really try and breed that out of your mindset if you want to get anywhere. Now, as you do that, I think a lot of guys it becomes sort of second nature, especially after they first hear about it. And it's like it's like a, a bomb going off. Like once you hear about this dichotomy and you start seeing your own life, it's like, oh my gosh, this is this is everything. And then you focus on it really hard for a little while. You make big changes in your mindset. You see big improvements, and you think that that's that problem solved. But it may not be. Okay. And here's how you can tell. Okay. There's a test that I found to run to see if there's any more victim mentality that is lurking in your subconscious because sometimes this stuff is more passive. It sits in the background of your mind and subtly poisons your mindset without ever coming out and being like in your face, you know, cry on Twitter sort of victimhood. Okay. And here's what, here, here's the test. Okay. What you want to ask yourself is, in a moment of challenge, because usually that's that's when the victimhood really starts to rear its head, is that you're experiencing some kind of challenge. You want to ask yourself, what is the awesome opportunity for me in this challenge? That's it. What's the what's the fantastic opportunity here? And you can tell if you've got <laughs> victim energy if that question pisses you off. 
if it frustrates you, if it makes you want to roll your eyes, if it makes you feel defeated and sad, okay? Those are all signs that there is some kind of victimhood that's lurking in your subconscious. Because true, true ownership, all right, it doesn't mean you're always happy with what you're dealing with, but you always have your eye on what is the opportunity. What is it that you can potentially do? And that's where all of the energy goes. It goes, what can you maximize? What can you achieve? What are you aiming for? What are you hoping for? But if you're not doing that, then there's some part of you that's being beaten by circumstance, that's wasting energy on things you can't control. Usually what this shows up as is, is being at war with reality on some level or another. So for example, okay, let's say you lost your job. All right. If you lost your job and you ask yourself this question, well, what's the, the, the awesome opportunity here? And you just feel like you're frustrated and sad and upset and whatever. While that's completely understandable, there's victimhood going on here because what you're doing is you're comparing your actual reality, you lost your job, to some fantasy where you didn't. And that's why you're upset. It's like, oh, I could have. I could have kept going. It could have been good. You know, stupid boss, blah, 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 whatever it is. And you're putting energy into something you can't control, which is, you know, you're, you're, you're at war with reality. And as long as you're wasting any energy being upset with how things are, then you're not putting that energy into improving how things are, right? And so the number one thing you got to do is you got to find what are these, what are these fantasies, what, what, what am I comparing my reality to? Right, because that's what keeps you from accepting it, and then because once you accept it, then you can really own it. But you can't own it until you accept it. And so, find what what's the comparison here that you're creating that's trapping you as a victim to reality, a victim to circumstance. So, for example, uh, if someone's trying to quit porn, okay, if they're trying to quit porn, and you know they they don't really see it as an awesome opportunity. They're like, ah, yeah. you know, it sucks. You know, it's like, oh, my my stupid parents they just gave me unrestricted internet access, or maybe they're not even thinking like that. That's more overt victimhood. Maybe it's just like, ah, oh, this is a bummer. This is something I just got to get through, and it kind of just sucks. Whatever. In that scenario, like they're holding up some alternative reality where. They didn't have to do that. They're caught in some what if, all right? And as long as there's energy in there, then that, that's preventing them from going all in and being like, dude, this is a fantastic opportunity to level up. You know, quitting porn, it's like weight training for my brain. It's like, you know, I've got a weight vest on me and, I, you know, I can go climb a mountain with it and come out on the other side 10 times stronger than the average individual, right? That would be a full ownership mentality of quitting porn. At least, you know, that that's the one that I prefer. Okay. There's other ways to construct it, but it's where you're you're no longer there's no resistance between you and the reality that you're facing. So what I found is that most of this subtle deep victimhood energy, it comes from having expectations about how reality should be, which then prevents you from embracing and working with reality how it actually is. Okay. And as long as you're in this sort of situation, then reality itself becomes your oppressor. And you will experience this as just a subtle resistance or sometimes very intense resistance to embracing the opportunities in front of you. All right. It's like every set of circumstances is like life dealing you a whole new set of cards. But unlike actual cards, like some hands just suck in poker, right? Some of them just suck and you can't do anything with them. You're going to lose. But in life, 
every hand offers an opportunity to win on some level, especially if you understand how pain and challenge and suffering, they are the keys to growth. And so the biggest limiter is how much you're willing to grow. Really. And this is not to trivialize tragedy. This is not to trivialize very deep and serious pains and sufferings. It's just that if you want to have a truly anti-fragile mentality toward life, then you have to open your mind up to unlimited growth. Because it is only when you accept unlimited growth, then you can take any pain that comes your way, any challenge that comes your way, and transmute it into a tremendous opportunity. And this is the heart of true holistic, deep ownership is that everything that comes your way is a fantastic opportunity. And if you want to work through this, because it's not an easy sort of thing to wrap your head around necessarily, especially when you're dealing with really more difficult sorts of scenarios, then check out my anabolic optimism guide. In that guide, I walk you through seven axioms of how to take this mentality and actually embrace it and live it, right? You know, there's a a number of pieces to do that because, you know, I used to be a very pessimistic person and I would get very angry and I became very articulate at talking about all the different kinds of problems and why it's, you know, this, that or the other that I couldn't succeed. And so, like, I had to do a lot of work to wrestle my mind out of that place. And I had to take things really deep because, you know, my mind likes to go really deep. And so if you want to learn basically the seven rungs on the ladder of how to pull yourself into a state of true, consistent ownership, then my anabolic optimism guide is for you. But regardless, the big thing that I want you to be aware of moving forward is running this test and making sure that you're not being a victim. Okay, because, you know, it's like I said, it shows up passively and it acts like this vampire on your life where everything starts to become more and more of a kind of begrudged sort of grind through things where it's like, yeah, okay, this is what I got to do. But uh, I don't want to. This sucks. That sort of energy as it starts to creep up. Your enthusiasm for life, your performance, your ability to see opportunities, your ability to be inspired, to have creative breakthroughs, all that kind of stuff starts to die off. You know, victim energy, it is a vampire. It will suck the life out of you. And so removing it, even on these deep and subtle levels, I think is massively important. So check out the Anabolic Optimism Guide if you want, you know, more help on that sort of thing. Otherwise, I hope you got something out of this video. If you did, please like, please subscribe, hit that notification bell, and, you know, let me know what you think. You know, leave a comment below. You can even just say hi. It helps the algorithm, helps the channel grow. So I'll see you guys in the next one. Ooyap. Yeah.